Oh, hey, babe. Hi, babe. It's the Brunch Bites podcast. It's, it is. Oh, so what is this podcast? This is uh, stuff that we either didn't get to on the show today, or we didn't really have a sp- space or a spot for it, and so we, we just use it here. This is just bits and pieces of the show that we haven't shared with you yet. Exactly. Um, so we got three or a couple of things we're going to talk about, uh, today on your brunch bites. Okay. Um, babe, what do you think of this? One in 10 people check their phone during, uh, sexy time. Mm. A survey found that one in 10 people admit to checking their phones during the adult time. The, uh, what does your dad call it? The horizontal rhomba. The, hor- the horizontal mamba. Yep. Uh, this, the research surveyed a thousand people. They also found that among that ten percent of phone checkers, forty three percent are repeat offenders. I swear, I'm not going to make any comments about this. But have you ever done this? Have you ever did this? You would be upset. I the the look on your face says you would be upset. I'm not even going to say. Okay, anything. so you would be upset. I, I can I can understand that. I can understand that. Um, but here's one of the really big things I wanted to talk about. NASCAR and Formula One. We had a story on the show today about that NASCAR is doing their first ever road course in Chicago. I made a comment about that the course looks somewhat like the uh, the courses they use for Formula One. A few less turns. Most people may not know you are a I, Formula One super fan. I love Formula One. And just for the third time, I'm going to reiterate this. I called Shakira dating an F1 driver because you just don't show up in the paddock as a woman. I mean, you do, but as a famous woman, once, yeah, twice, mm-mm. You're, you're dating someone. Yeah, it's um, it's an interesting deal. And I also love Christian from Red Bull. You do? The team principal. Yep. And his wife is a Spice Girl. So what is it? You know, we, we got into Formula One during lockdown, like most people did, through uh, oh, yes. Drive to Survive on Netflix. But what is it about Formula One that has hooked you that that no other racing sport has been able to do for you? I would say it's... To me, it just seems like the drivers are more competitive. Like, they just seem hungrier. Because they don't really... I mean, they make a, they make money, but they didn't... At the time, you know, they didn't, weren't making great money. You know, they have to climb through the ranks to be a Formula One driver. They're just... I mean, I don't know if it's like that for NASCAR, but just watching the journey for some of them... And how they go from like this irrelevant team to this relevant team is crazy. I think I think what you're saying is I don't know if NASCAR's that way, and we should know. I mean, we probably should know, but I just don't. I don't. So if NASCAR was able to do something similar like Drive to Survive and put it on a streaming platform, it's easy to get to. Because I know people are going to say, "Well, NASCAR's done some reality stuff," but it's not been something that was accessible through a Netflix or a Hulu or something. We could turn it on, get to know the drivers, get to know their families, get to see how the sport works from week to week. I mean, but like I know, so in Formula One, depending on where you fall in the 
uh, not the constructor's cup, but the driver's cup, uh, you get to pick your number for the year. That's on your car, on your helmet, all that. Like, in NASCAR, don't you, like, keep your numbers? Like, it's a bad thing to, like, change numbers or, like, change cars. Like, isn't that how NASCAR works? I don't. I, I think so. Like, it's like, oh, you don't change your number. Like, like if Dale Earnhardt ever, like, went away from the three, would he have been like, oh, no. Like... Yeah, I would definitely say the number for NASCAR from a branding perspective seems to be a bigger deal. Yeah, like that, like for Formula One, like if you win the Drivers' Cup, you get to pick if you want number one or not. And most of the time, uh, Max Verstappen, which I'm going to say this because Lewis hasn't won in a while, but Max always picks number one. And I've heard from people that are big-time NASCAR fans, this is the same thing I hear. And it, and I understand the argument because it's the same thing I use with baseball. Well, you got to go to a live event. Yeah, I mean, I've never been to a Formula One race, but I've watched Formula One. And it still got you into it. Right, but I also feel like it's also because it's half of the time of a NASCAR race. It's literally like 100 laps, I think. Maybe even less than that sometimes. But if a sport can get you into it without you having to go to a live event, that is a testament for the way that the sport is like, is constructed. If I have to go to a live NASCAR event to be able to want to watch NASCAR, that is a problem that NASCAR has, similar to the problem that you have seen with baseball. In that whenever you, we're talking to our friends, oh, baseball is so boring. And I go, no, because you're yeah. watching it on TV. Go to a live go baseball a live, event. Yeah. And you'll love it. But that's a problem with baseball. So baseball, what did baseball do? They added the pitch clock. They lowered the amount, the, the length of the games. And now only 13% of the games this year have been over three hours before it's, crazy long games. It's kind of like golf, except if you play with Jordan Spieth. And then he plays very slow. Um, so for me, NASCAR, and we are committing to getting to, to Dal- at least getting to Dallas Motor Speedway and no, trying to check not, out. It's not Dallas. Texas Motor Speedway. It's Texas Motor Speedway. We're trying to get to Texas Motor Speedway and watch a race. But I, I think... I my my I, dad has been to a NASCAR race. Like in, and your dad didn't watch... He's not My a, dad is not a NASCAR. Nothing about <laughs> my dad says NASCAR. Um, And my dad got pit passes somehow. I don't know how. Where they stayed, like, in the pit. I don't know anything about this. I don't know what that means. But... He said it was one of the funnest things he's ever gone to. And my dad is not a NASCAR guy. And I will say NASCAR has done a great job. They've been partnering with content creators, some of whom we know, some that we don't know. There's a lot of content creators out there that have been partnering with different tracks. So that's a smart way to do it. If uh, if you're somebody that has connections with Texas Motor Speedway, we would absolutely love to come out and watch a race, You know, be able to interview some drivers, have some fun. We, can, we want to love NASCAR because a lot of our audience loves NASCAR. Well, and can I also just say that whoever has the M&M's car, can, y'all, like, can y'all put some high heels back on the green <laughs> M&M, please? Ow, yikes! This is what you only get on the brunch bites. Uh, speaking of uh, the reality show, that how it got you into NASCAR or uh, into Formula One, Many networks are trying to fill in their fall schedules with reality television in order to get around the impacts of the rider strike. However, an analysis found that viewers are less likely to actively watch and engage with the shows compared to scripted programming 
preferring them as background viewing rather than the kind of appointment television networks have traditionally used to anchor their rights. 51% said they prefer watching dramas with undivided attention. 41% said they prefer watching comedies with undivided attention. On the other hand, 25% said they prefer to watch reality uh, reality television with total attention, and just 33% said they would watch uh, game shows undivided, two types of products that networks are uh, will be airing a, a whole lot of this coming fall. I do. I don't know when's the last time we we had a show that we were like, oh, it comes on at this time. We gotta watch it. Star Trek Picard, but still streaming. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know of a show, but I can tell you of a. Uh, I can tell you of a show that I could just wholeheartedly binge watch every episode and it is a drama and that is the first 48 i could watch any kind of crime show and pay full attention but i think see those and those are more of a reality based show like real reality not like scripted reality like jersey shore or something yeah yeah and i'm weird like that but i but game shows game shows Ooh, don't i will fall down a rabbit hole of supermarket sweep don't don't do it. Don't put it on. Don't put it on Game Show Network and let me find it because I love that show. I want to be on that show so bad. I think networks are in a weird spot. They're trying to figure out, you know, number one, what do they do with the rider strike? Number two, what is it people are actually wanting to watch? And hey, why don't you ask? It's crazy. What do you do? You mean? Do you mean people actually have opinions? View. What? <gasps> what? Don't tell me that. No way. Um, and we do watch a lot of diverse things here in the uh, house. We we watch dramas. We watch. Um, we don't watch horror movies. So don't watch don't, anything horror. Don't you, come at us. You will watch American Horror Story. I, I do will like. Not. I do. I do like American Horror Story a lot. Um, and we don't dislike reality television. No, but it's got to be the right kind. Yeah, I like RuPaul. I watch RuPaul. Um, it's got to be the right kind, and unfortunately, most of the time, um, the like I don't like. You know, I like the show Hoarders. Uh, you do not. We've watched The Circle. If we you've ever the seen Circle. that, and that is really good. Super trashy reality television that somehow held my attention for an entire season. Yeah, we were so intrigued by that. We were we very, very show. intrigued. So, um, who knows? Who knows what they're going to do this fall? Uh, which I don't really care because football's back. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know that we care. We are a football family. We love football. Uh, we do. It's that consumes our falls. It pretty much is like, oops, Saturday, I'm watching the game. I literally have been at the zoo and listening to the football game. I want to ask you one of these questions from Battle of the Decades, just because I want to see if you know this. Oh. Okay. Which ice skater was embroiled in controversy in 1994 when her ex-husband orchestrated an attack on fellow U- U.S. skater Nancy Kerrigan? Who was the... Who was it? Tanya. Tanya what? Tanya Harding. Okay. Yeah, all right. You get that one right. I just wanted to say... I just wanted to check because I felt like... You do know Today that, on the show, you were cheating, maybe. You do know that Margot Robbie played her, right? In what? The Tanya movie. Oh, I didn't know there was a Tanya movie. I'm sorry. Was unaware there was a Tanya movie. Is it bad? I've never seen it. I have any. Well, then why are you looking at me like I shouldn't know there's a Tanya movie? You haven't seen it. We either. have literally gone to the movies and there's been the preview oh, for it. Oh, okay. Now I remember that. 
tells you how, how good that movie was. She's got the ponytail yeah. with the scrunchie in it. Yeah, you, now yeah. you know. I remember uh, she, I do remember this. Um, right after that, she was skating in the Olympics against Nancy Kerrigan. She tried to skate to the Jurassic Park theme, I want to say, and broke her skate. And I remember my mom and dad being like, yeah, that's what you get. <laughs> All I can think of is the song where they're like, call that Nancy Kerrigan. Uh. That's all I can think of. All I can think of when we think of ice skating is uh, his blades, blades of glory. glory. <laughs> I capture, just love it. Capture the dream. That's beautiful. I don't know where he got that. Me neither. I just came up with it. <laughs> right behind them. We're skating to one song and one, one. song only. Lady, Lady Humps. Humps. <laughs> By the Black Eyed Peas. Get turns the people on. Gets them going. Oh, hey, there's your brunch bites for the day. Uh, thanks so much for uh, tuning in to the Morning Roast Radio Show. If you did, if the only thing you listened to today was the brunch bites, we appreciate you. Yeah, it was fun. Lunch leftover content that we didn't know what to do with. More of that tomorrow. <laughs> More coming up tomorrow. All right. Uh, thanks, babe. Thanks for hanging out with me. Thanks today. for hanging out with me. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.